following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Happy beginning of the new year. Happy almost end of the NFL regular season. Um, it's It's been a bit of a week, guys. It's, it's been an eventful um, NFL week starting back as early as Thursday. Dallas and Tennessee. And ending with, um, and I don't want to be dramatic when I say this, but what might be one of the biggest almost possibly league-altering moments um, in league history. Monday night at about the six-minute mark of the first quarter, the uh, Buffalo Bills and Cincinnati Bengals game was halted due to a very unusual circumstance. Uh, Second-year safety, DeMar Hamlin, Pitt Panthers product, uh, made a stop on wide receiver T. Higgins, in in real life, it, it looked it looked textbook. It looked normal. It was it was a normal tackle. Um, Demar stood up, took a couple steps, got woozy, and just kind of fell limp to the ground. Um, not like many other circumstances, you know. This player goes down. Okay, training staff comes out. NFL goes to a commercial. They come back. There's a lot of concern in people around Demar Hamlin. No real updates, no real news. They go to another commercial. Same thing. After about f- six, seven minutes, something like it was. It was well aware something was wrong. Um, Demar Hamlin had suffered a, a some form of a heart attack, um, a cardiac arrest on the field. Could not breathe. Had no pulse. Um, Thankfully, the wonderful Buffalo Bills training staff, Cincinnati Bengals training staff, uh, University of Cincinnati Medical Center, they were they were able to revive Demar. Um, I know that there was still quite a fight to go. He he was unresponsive again when they approached the hospital and flatlined again. From from what has been stated, um, there was a lot of concern possibly up to eight minutes without oxygen to the brain, um, you know, going that long without without a pulse. How could it be? Um, I guess the, the the best news of all this is, is per reports from DeMar Hamlin's family, friends, camp, you know, representatives, is that DeMar appears to be turning a corner and should, by all hopes and prayers, be making it, out of this, um, probably one of the darkest time in that young man's lives. Quite honestly, one of the scariest moments I think in league history. Um, it just, it's unprecedented. 
It's something you don't ever expect as a fan that's going to happen. No matter fan alliance, fans from across the league have have come together to help raise at this moment over six and a half million dollars for for Demar Hamlin's um, foundation for giving children back or giving toys back to underprivileged children. There's no ill will and hate in the league at the moment. Um, there's not really rivalries. Sure, there's a couple shitheads out there. There's people who are irritated about fantasy football and 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 results. But at the end of the day, we sat there as a country and watched a possibly 24-year-old young man almost lose his life in the, on the football field. And um, it, it's really a terrifying event. Um, you know, so many, so many people have so many things to say about the league, about the announcers. Good and bad. People like Skip Bayless, from a medium sta- media standpoint, Skip Bayless should get the fuck out of the out of the league, out of the whole situation, and never return to media. An absolute scumbag of a human. He is not worth a damn dime of what his paycheck is signed from Fox Sports One. But you know, people like like Booger McFadden. Um, Booger's a guy who took a lot of heat, a lot of shit from people forever who just, who, oh, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He sounds stupid. And quite honestly, in a time where there was a lot of questions, concerns, swirling, Booger McFarlane was thrown out there, basically told, you got to say something. We don't know how to handle this. Him, Susie Colbert, um, I believe it was Ian Rapport with him as well. Susie was kind of questioning, and not being someone who's been around the field as much. I know she's been a, a sideline reporter for forever. Booger McFadden took those questions and answered them raw, real, and, and and as to the point as he could have about this no longer being about the game. We like the, the there were so many circumstances swirling around Cincinnati and Buffalo playoff spots. This that the other thing, and. It really, it shed a huge light on, on Booger McFad- or McFadden just going, it doesn't matter. That's It's a young man's life at stake. And there was so much respect earned for that gentleman that day. For the Cincinnati Bengals players, Zach Taylor, um, their head coach, Joe Burrow. Zach Taylor has since said in a press conference, you know, um, when I re- approached Sean, Sean McDermott, coach of the Bills, had said, I shouldn't be here. I can't coach this game. I need to be with tomorrow at the hospital. And Zach Taylor understood that. And had it only been Buffalo who wanted to cancel that game, it would have gone as a forfeit. And Zach Taylor also said their team would not play and kept the integrity of the game as well as the compassion of a, of a normal general human being alive. Joe Burrow led the charge with the Bengals captains. They went into the Bills locker room to check on players Stephon Diggs took an Uber from the stadium to the hospital to go be with Tamar Hamlin. Um, the love, the respect, the loyalty shown to Bills players around the league right now has just been on overwhelming. Um, and, and thoughts and prayers for Tamar Hamlin to a happy and healthy recovery. Uh, I mean, you know, everything we've seen to this point has been great news. But, you know, it's, it's still one of the things he's in the ICU and it still is, is in critical condition and still not out of the woods yet. Um, but hopefully in the coming days it'll be great news and, and we can all celebrate Tamar Hamlin's life with him here. Um, 
with that being said uh we do have to get down to some football talk the games from this past week what was championship week and we'll we'll have a, a different announcement at the end of the end of the episode here regarding the the future of the show here and stuff like that um week 17 thursday uh the thursday slate dallas cowboys tennessee titans dallas didn't really show up and put too much together but they did beat the titans 27 to 13 dallas goes to 12 and 4 titans fall to 7 and 9 further damaging their playoff hopes dak prescott 29 of 41 282 yards two touchdowns two interceptions uh mike or malik davis the leading rusher he has 39 yards on the night zeke elliott 37 yards and a touchdown for him cd lamb 11 catches 100 yards Dalton Schultz, 7 for 56 and 2 touchdowns. The Tennessee Titans, on the other hand. Josh Dobbs gets the start at quarterback. 20 of 39, 232 yards, 1 touchdown, 1 pick. Hassan Haskins gets the start. Uh, Derrick Henry does not play in this game. Haskins runs for 40 yards. Traylon Burks, 4 catches, 66 yards. Robert Woods, 5 catches, 39 yards, and a touchdown. The Sunday slate. The New Orleans Saints beat the Philadelphia Eagles. They are falling now to 13-3. Uh, Saints win 20-10. Eagles still without starter Jalen Hurts. Andy Dalton goes 18-22, 204 yards, one interception. Elvin Kamara, 74 yards on the ground. Taysom Hill throws for 24 and rushes for 70, er, 46. And a touchdown. Uh, Rashid Shahid, he has six catches for 79 yards. He's kind of emerged as a nice little dynasty option in uh, most cases. He's, he's been the hot target, especially without Mike Thomas. Uh, Chris Olave, 4 of 42 on the day. The Eagles, Gardner Minshew, 18 of 32, 274 yards, one touchdown, one pick. He was sacked six times. Miles Sanders, 61 yards on the ground on 12 attempts. Uh, Devonta Smith, 9 catch, catches, 115 yards, and a t- er, no touchdowns. A.J. Brown, four catches, 97 yards, and one touchdown. Chicago Bears, Detroit Lions. Uh, the Lions win 41-10. to And the Lions go on to knock Justin Fields out for the rest of the season. Um, Fields goes 7 of 21, 75 yards, one touchdown, one pick, sacked seven times, but also rushes for 132 yards, rushing for over 1,000 total on the season. Cole Komet. Two catches, 27 yards, and a touchdown. The Detroit Lions, Jared Goff, 21 of 29, 255 yards, three touchdowns. Jamal Williams rushes for 144 yards and a touch. DeAndre Swift, 11 rushes for 78 and a touch. Amon St. Brown, 62 yards. DJ Chark, 56 yards. De- uh, DeAndre Swift, four, ru- or four catches, 39 yards, and a touchdown as well receiving. Swift going back to form, looking like the player who started the season off red hot. Chicago loses and have decided to pull Justin Fields from the regular season finale as there's nothing to play for. Tampa Buccaneers, Carolina Panthers, the Bucks beat the Panthers 30-24. to They go on to win the NFC South, and Tom Brady is yet again heading to the playoffs. Sam Darnold, 23 of 37, 341 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Uh, Deonta Foreman, 35 yards on the ground. DJ Moore, 6 of 117 in a touch. Shai Smith, the South Carolina product, 4 for 70 in a touch. The Pan- er, Buccaneers, Tom Brady, 34 of 45, 432 yards, 3 touchdowns. 
Uh, the leading rusher was Leonard Fournette with 28 yards. Leading receiver, Mike Evans, 10 catches, 207 yards, 3 touchdowns. Next on board, Chris Godwin, 9 catches, 120 yards. Between Godwin's and Evans, 327 yards on the day of Tom Brady's 432. He threw the remaining 105 yards to 5 different receivers. The Denver Broncos almost, big almost, almost beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs go to 13-3. Broncos lose that game 27-24. Russell Wilson, 26 of 38, 222 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Latavius Murray, 56 yards on the ground. Chase Edmonds, 34 yards and seven seven rushes. Leading receiver for the day for the Broncos, Albert Okbegwanum. Three catches, 45 yards, and a touch. Cortland Sutton, four for 44. Jerry Judy, seven for 38. A down day for Jerry Judy. Kansas City Chiefs, on the other hand, Patrick Mahomes, 29 of 42. 328 yards, three touchdowns. Isaiah Pacheco, 31 yards on the ground and a touch. Kadarius Toney, four catches, 71 yards. Jarek McKinnon, five for 52, two touchdowns. Travis Kelsey, seven of 43. Indianapolis Colts get absolutely throttled by the New York Giants. The Giants clinch a playoff spot for the first time since 2016. Giants win 38-10. That's right, Danny Dimes and Saquon Barkley heading to the playoffs. Uh, Colts starting quarterback Nick Foles goes 8 of 13, 81 yards, throws a pick six in route. Uh, Sam Ellinger comes in in uh, relief, 9 of 14, 60 yards and a touch. Zach Moss leads the way with 74 yards on the ground rushing. Leading receiver for the Colts, three receptions for 52 yards for Paris Campbell. Giants on the other hand, Danny Jones, 19 of 24, 177 yards, two touchdowns. He leads the way with 91 yards and two rushing touchdowns as well. Matt Breda, nine rushes, 59 yards. Saquon Barkley, 58 yards on the ground. Richie James, seven catches, 76 yards and a touch. Uh, recently acquired from the Buffalo Bills, Isaiah Hodgins, four catches, 42 yards, and a touchdown. He is somebody to watch in deep sleeper leagues to keep an eye on. Uh, Dynasty League's former six-round pick of the Bills. Never got out of the depth chart there. Since coming to the Giants, has three touchdowns in the last four weeks. Uh, he's been a huge target that Daniel Dimes has really enjoyed hitting. Jacksonville Jaguars beat the Houston Texans 31-30. I'm not officially locked in that playoff spot yet. However, they do play the Tennessee Titans this week. And a win or a tie locks up that playoff spot. 31-3 final for the Jags. Trevor Lawrence, 17-21, 152 yards and a pick. His worst game of the season in championship week. C.J. Beathard, 5 of 8, 29 yards and a pick. Travis Etienne, 9 rushes, 108 yards and a touch. Jamichael Hasty. 10 rushes, 33 yards and a touch. Marvin Jones, 6 for 61, leads the way receiving. Houston Texans, Davis Mills, 22 of 40, 202 yards, 1 sack. Davis Mills leads the way rushing, 33 yards. Brandon Cooks, 4 for 39, the leading receiver. Arizona Cardinals, Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Falcons beat the Cardinals, go to 6 and 10, still are not going to make the playoffs for yet another year. Cardinals finish 4 and 12. And have announced Kyler Murray will not only miss the remainder of this year, but most likely the start of the 2023 season as well with his torn ACL as he's just undergone surgery. 
David Boyle, however, comes in, the fourth-string quarterback of Arizona. He goes 24-40, 222 yards and a touch. James Conner, 79 yards on the ground. Trey McBride, the top-listed tight end last year, seven catches, 78 yards and a touchdown. So McBride looks like he's maybe finally showing the breakout symptoms here. A guy that most people liked at Colorado State last year. Very physical, very uh, athletic tight end. And finally making some moves. The Atlanta Falcons, Desmond Ritter, 19 of 26, 169 yards. Tyler Algier, 83 yards on the ground with one touchdown. Cordell Patterson, 42 yards and a touch on the ground. He had six catches for 42 yards as well. Nicole Pruitt leads the way for tight ends. Four catches, 49 yards. Cleveland Browns beat the Washington Commanders on the backs of a horrible game from Carson Wentz. Uh, 40, or 24 to 10 to Sean Watson. 9 of 18, 169 yards and three touchdowns. Nick Chubb, 104 yards on the ground. Amari Cooper, three catches, 105 yards and two touchdowns. Donovan Peoples-Jones, one for 13 and a touch. Uh, the Washington Commanders, Carson Wentz, 16 of 28, 143 yards and three interceptions. Brian Robinson rushes for 87 yards in the day. Logan Thomas, the leading receiver, 6 of 56. Jahan Dotson, the next leading receiver, 3 of 37. The Miami Dolphins and the New England Patriots. The Dolphins win and they're in. The AFC is finished. The Dolphins can't win. Uh, that's right, guys. The Dolphins throw a pick six at the end of the day here. Uh, with Skylar Thompson, the Patriots win 23-21. to Teddy Bridgewater goes 12 of 19 for 161 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. Skylar Thompson, 12 of 21, 104 yards, a pick, and a touchdown. Uh, Jeff Wilson leads away with 45 yards on the ground. Raheem Mozart, 9 rushes, 29 yards, adds another 8 catches for 62 and a touch. Tariq Hill, 4 for 55. The New England Patriots on their hand, Mac Jones, 20 of 33, 203 yards, 2 touchdowns. Sacked three times. Ramondre Stevenson, 42 yards on the ground. He goes on to add two catches for nine yards. Tyquan Thornton, three for 16 a touch. Leading receiver in New England. Um, four o'clock games. The New York Jets, Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks beat the Jets 23-6, to officially eliminating them from playoff contention. Um, Geno's revenge there. Mike White, 23 of 46, 240 yards, two interceptions. Uh, Ty Johnson, 46 yards rushing. Zonovan Knight, 27 yards rushing. Ty Conklin, 6 for 80 receiving. Seattle Seahawks, Geno Smith, 18 of 29. 183 yards, 2 touchdowns. Ken Walker, 133 yards on the ground. DJ Dallas, 43 yards on the ground. 3 catches, 55 yards to the air. Uh, Tyler Mabry, 4th string tight end. And Kobe Parkinson, Second string tight end, both with a touchdown each. San Francisco 49ers, Las Vegas Raiders. Niners hold on in overtime to beat the Jarrett Stidham-led Raiders 37-34. Brock Purdy, 22 of 35, 284 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, 121 yards and a touchdown on the ground. He goes on to add six for 72 through the air. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, the leading receiver for the Niners. Nine catches, 101 yards and a touch. Um. Yeah, that'll that'll kind of shore it up there. Las Vegas Raiders, Jarrett Stidham, twenty-three of thirty-four, three hundred and sixty-five yards, three touchdowns, two picks. 
Josh Jacobs, 69 yards and a touchdown on the ground. Devontae Adams, 7 of 153, two touchdowns. Darren Waller, 3 of 75, one touchdown. Hunter Renfield, 3 of 19. The LA Chargers, LA Rams. Chargers beat the Rams 31 to 10. Baker Mayfield, 11 of 19, 132 yards, three sacks. Cam Aker, 123 yards on the ground. He adds one catch for 10 yards through the air. Van Jefferson, three for 77 receiving. Chargers on their hand, Justin Herbert, 21 of 28, 212 yards, two touchdowns. Austin Eckler, 112 yards and two touchdowns on the ground. Adds four catches for 39 yards through the air. Mike Williams, seven catches, 94 yards. The last 4 o'clock game of the day, Green Bay Packers absolutely beat the tar out of the Minnesota Vikings. And quite honestly, the Packers and the Lions are playing for all the marbles. Week 18, winner gets in the playoffs. Both are tied 8-8. Eight, eight eight. Packers won this game 41-17. Kirk Cousins, 18 of 31, 205 yards, one touchdown, three picks. Alexander Madison, 38 yards on the ground. Delvin Cook, 27 yards on the ground. Wide receiver Jalen Naylor, three catches, 89 yards and a touch. Wide receiver K.J. Osborne, seven catches, 59 yards and a touch. T.J. Hawkinson, seven catches, 59 yards, no touchdowns. Justin Jefferson, one catch, 15 yards. Jay Jetta, doomed a bunch of fantasy championships. Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers, 15 of 24, 159 yards, one touchdown. Aaron Jones, 111 yards rushing. A.J. Dillon, 41 yards rushing and a touch. Uh, Alan Lazard, 5 catches, 59 yards. Robert Tunyon, 3 for 52 and a touch. The Sunday night game, Pittsburgh Steelers, Baltimore Ravens. Pittsburgh wins 16-13. They stay alive in the playoff hopes. Um, they can get the win if the Bills beat the Pats, the Dolphins lose, the Steelers are going to the playoffs. Kenny Pickett, 15 of 27, 168, one touchdown. Najee Harris, 111 yards on the ground. Jalen Warren, 76 yards on the ground. Pat Fryermuth, 3 of 36. Deontay Johnson, 2 of 35. Baltimore Ravens, Tyler Huntley, 14 of 21, 131 yards, one touchdown. J.K. Dobbin, 93 yards on the ground. Mark Andrews, 9 of 100. And then the game we unfortunately talk about, the Buffalo Bills, Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Bengals world-leading, 7 to 3. At the five-minute and change mark left in the first. Um, still no update from the league on if that game will be remade. Obviously hindering a couple fantasy championships, but does not make much of a difference as we'd much rather see DeMar Hamlin make it out safe and healthy. Um, the big news that I'd like to share about the show here, um, going forward after this end of this week, so starting in the playoffs, we will transition to Thursday morning release, one show a week, to cover everything we have been covering. So that will be covering the week before and the week ahead, one single show a week, probably closer to 45 to 50 minutes per show. Draft shows might be a little longer. Um, but for mental health and being able to really uh, lock in and make sure I can get a, a good quality content out there for you guys, hopefully bring in a, a full-time second host here, uh, that's that's the best thing for, for Fantasy Beasts where to find them at this point. So going forward, as of next week, we'll be starting as a Thursday-only release podcast to talk about the week before and the week that's upcoming. Shout-out to our sponsor, Kyle, 
over at Chicken Dippin'. Hit them up online at chickendippin.com or chicken underscore dippin' on Instagram. Use code 716 for 15% off your order. Until next time, guys, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.